This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Combat Deviance, episode number nine. Now we're live, Steve, right? Now we're live? All right, good, because I kind of messed that up at the beginning. I did this whole intro, and we are now live, and my connect is actually... Uh, seeing my hands and doing crazy shit on the tv but guys this episode episode number nine from belly up sports we have for the first time two opponents joining us tonight we have I think the first time i've ever i've ever been able to do this like like not not just the two opponents but been able to pull uh you know the 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 main event for for for, for bkfc thursday and it's funny because it didn't it wasn't even playing that way at all <coughs> no he was supposed it to be on last, last week houston I've, I've been trying to try to nail something down for for almost a month now and it just wind up working out where uh our, our guest that was supposed to be on the 10 o'clock hour fell off houston got back to us so we wound up having uh, a little treat for everybody we're gonna have uh uh both halves of the uh, of the main event for bkfc 33 in nebraska in houston alexander's backyard should be a, a, a very fun one uh appreciate uh, uh both both uh both uh, Joey and uh, and, 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 <laughs> and and Mr. Houston Alexander for the time tonight. Obviously, for the people listening have, to audio, uh, what's up? I mean, for the people listening to audio, you're probably set back with that photo of Houston Alexander carrying a young child on his shoulder, and this week with Islam Makachev dunking kids, some goofy stuff on the back end. <laughs> yeah, we got some fun stuff along with Steve. For the first time ever, we're going to be premiering. For the trolls, for the first time ever, the trolls will be in charge of one of the questions. Paul was on the show. <laughs> we got a lot to discuss on this episode. We got Carrie Stellar, Steve Rochelle, and Evil Letty here in a jam-packed episode for BKFC and Bare Knuckle all together. As we got another guest that's going to be joining us a little later on in tonight, the show. Guys, we're getting knuckled up tonight. This is the knuckled <laughs> up episode so me and carrie we're kind of discussing some ideas and we want to know what you guys think about this i'm about to go to barber school carrie's already a barber and we want to do uh what'd you call it steve a fade off a fade off competition i guess like master chef style but i'd have one fighter in my corner and you'd have another one in your corner and we would have a referee to judge who has the best haircut. So let us know what you guys think about I that. I wish I had TV. my scissors right here. I would. Well, I'm Edward Scissor Hands. That uh, may be my I new handle. Scissor Hands. <laughs> Watch out for Carrie because she'll she'll come sweep you and then I'll cut, cut you. your hair. Didn't I cut your friend's hair, Tom? Yeah, Frenchie. You cut my it was friend like Frenchie's hair. o'clock in the morning that I fucking rocked his hair. So let me tell oh you something. Oh my god. Twenty-five years. I'm a master. Uh be get ready to be challenged but it's gonna be fun no for people that don't know uh me and carrie have been friends for years along with steve but i went to carrie's apartment with my friend 
uh, after PFL on New Year's Eve. And well, we've done this a couple of times actually. Yeah. And every time has been something crazy, but we've always done a podcast at Carrie's. Yes. And we did a podcast halfway through it. My boys like cut my hair. So we did the podcast <laughs> while we're cutting his hair. It was actually a great episode too. I didn't um, think he was serious. And he was I'm like, oh, you're for real, for real. Like, oh, yeah. Like, was... But it's 3 o'clock in the morning, so it might not be good. But I think at one point, great. Carrie, somebody knocked on your door and we got all quiet. We were like, oh, shit. I can't we're even being, remember who it was. We're being too loud right now. Hey, guys. Did you call anyone? <laughs> and I, and I, live, I, I live in my own place. No, I think it was your sister telling us that we were being too loud or something. Wow. Like she was sleeping upstairs and we were being way too loud for her. And it was part of the, it was like part of the podcast. It was amazing. So we'll we'll share the episode later on. But there's so much tragedy to talk about this week, guys. I'm a little upset. I don't know if you know this. Anderson Silva, my idol, has lost in a boxing match, which we're gonna get into in just a second. But let me say this really quick. At one point. Someone said Jake Paul in boxing is good for boxing, but bad for MMA. What do you guys think they meant when they said that? Because I'll tell you what they meant. Well, I mean, there's a couple go ways to you carry. Let Carrie start this off because we were already talking about this. Let's go, Carrie. There's just a million ways that, yeah, we were. The million ways that you can take that, in my personal opinion, he's fought um, a bunch of older MMA fighters uh, that are out of their prime. Had he fought Anderson Silva in his prime, shoots box style, like look at Anderson Silva's head movement, look at his body movement. That man was like untouchable for so long. So you're fighting an older guy out of his prime and not just one, multiple ones. So if you wanna like, you know, not you people in general that have said, yo, he's so great, he's so talented, he's so this, he's so that, put him up against somebody that's in his age range that has great hands in MMA, and let's see. And then I want to see him get in the cage. Well, there's a difference. MMA fighters are strikers. Very different. They're not boxers, Totally different. Totally different. So they're learning or or sharpening a different skill that they don't really do, right? But there's very few MMA fighters that have had a great transition from boxing. Uh, Aaron Pico might be the only one. I would say he's the only one that had a great transition. He uh, was Golden Glove boxer, champion 10 times over, a wrestler before that um, or during that. He was the youngest person signed to Bellator. I could go on and on about that guy's accolades, right? Great transition. Can't say the same thing about Heather Hardy or Clarissa Shields. And I'm sure, or Jimerson, I could bring up more. Jimerson with the one glove. She threw that in there, Steve. Sorry. She, she I took it with a nice man. What an art to you. jokes about, about it. He's like, I all of a sudden, I'm like, what am I doing? I got one glove. Is this going to do anything? So, you know, I would love to see, um, what's his name? Logan? No, Jake Paul. Jake, Jake Paul. Ball. I'm sorry. I don't know. Play somebody Ball. like Fury. You uh, know? I'd love to Tyson see him Fury. get in the MMA cage. You know, he wants to sit there and do that. You're taking away a fighter's other weapons. Well, you know, like. Here's the thing. Steve, can I can I say this really quick? Yeah. Because I know that you guys are gonna both disagree with me. I was very impressed with Jake Paul's performance. However, I do not think Anderson Silva showed up like it was a fight. Anderson Silva said, uh, coming up to this fight, every fight is different. I do not think Anderson Silva was going in there to really beat Jake Paul's ass. I mean, that, that would be kind of mean to do. He did look pretty decent in the fight, but I do not <laughs> think any. To do. 
like I don't think that you know if if this was a couple years ago or if Anderson Silva actually showed up we would have a different outcome. Now everyone's going to point to that last round and say Jake Paul stumbled Anderson Silva. And some people are saying that's fake. Steve, I hear you laughing and I'm going to argue against you. Uh was it fake or this is the debate here, right? Uh did Anderson Silva show up to actually fight and finish Jake Paul or did uh, he got tricked into Jake Paul showing up thirsty for blood. Oh, you're you're ready for my opinion? I can't I wait. Asking you. Oh man. Oh man. All right. Well, I, let, let me start with the one. Like you know, I went to go pick up my daughter today, right? Obviously, you know, me, me and her share this combat sports bond, right? So I pick up my my daughter, right? She's like, Dad, Dad, Dad. I'm like, What's up? She's like, You you, you seen the the Paul Silva fight, right? I'm like, Yeah. She's like, What the <laughs> is that nonsense? It's nonsense. You're the <laughs> freaking fourteen year old girl knows no, no, knows a work when she sees one. She's been in the freaking been on the mats, been, 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 been in the cage with with, with, with fighters of that of, of that nature and that ilk. We know we know when somebody somebody's taking taking us for a fool. And the man himself, the, the, the man of the hour is here already. <laughs> the executioner, the, the man, Mister Joey Beltran. What's up, Joe? Appreciate the time tonight, my friend. Oh yeah, no problem, man. Sorry about sorry about last week. Oh uh, yeah, man. Like, listen, we we know how that goes. I already as soon as you said what what happened, I'm like, listen, you know, I I, I got a significant other. If I if I double book my afternoon, I damn sure better be making sure my wife is taken care of before everything oh. else. So <laughs> I, I definitely feel you there, Joey. There's absolutely. absolutely no apology necessary. I know how that works, brother. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Joey, I got to start this off saying you're one of my favorites, man. You've been doing this thing for so long. It's something I want to follow in your footsteps with idolizing how somebody like you or your opponent or a lot of guys that we look up to legends like Anderson Silva, they're able to take their career from something and then they start seeing color in their career and they're like, oh, I got this. I'm actually really good at this. No matter what anyone else says, I'm going to take this. And I'm going to drive it. And that's what I want to do as a journalist. No matter what anyone says about my career, no matter how many falls I have, I know I went in there and I did my best every single time. And with you, man, I mean, you are a character altogether because you have so many badges of honor that anybody who knows who you are, I mean, the list goes on and on with people that you fought inside the octagon, inside the mm -hmm. cage, now with boxing. Now, we got to ask, outside of that, Anderson Silva, Jake Paul, did you watch it? Yeah, I did. Well, thoughts on it? Was it a rig? That's what we're trying to discuss, because I disagree that it was a setup fight. No, I mean, I, it's like the 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 play, the replays, whatever, that showed that, that it was like a, a fake punch, whatever. I don't know. That should look real as fuck when he landed it in real time, you know. And and even even say, let's say he didn't knock him down. Let's say he didn't knock him down in the eighth round. Jake Paul still won that fight. So you know, it is. I, it's, I just don't see a. I don't see Anderson Silva would do that. And then b. I don't see the point. Like why? He won. He lost the decision either way. Did you think that he showed up to fight? Or do you think that he kind of felt like it was kind of like for kids in a way? No, 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 no. Anderson was going for it, man. Once again, he's fucking forty-seven years old, man. He's forty, and I'm right behind him. I'm forty, you know. Like, dude, I hope I can still do it. Like when I'm that age, you know. Like, he looked great, man. He looked great. If anybody is, is like, 
I don't know how good of a Jake Paul looks. I mean, Jake Paul's getting fucking getting, getting cracked by a forty-seven-year-old. So, but well, there was there was a big thing. Somebody said it's good for boxing, but bad for MMA. What do you think they meant by that? Well, it's it's, it's fine. It's funny. It's like there's always like um, an unspoken rivalry uh, between MMA fighters and boxers. Boxers always seem to think that MMA guys have shitty striking or undisciplined, undisciplined striking, etc. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe we do. But you know what? We're pretty good at it. And guess what, motherfucker? We're pretty good at five other martial arts, too, while we're at it. And so take that. And, you know, so it's like that. I can kind of see how okay, well, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that holds weight because Anderson Silva, if anything, he's a forty-seven-year-old kickboxer, MMA fighter who went out there and boxed his ass off against the guy who's undefeated boxer. And you know, Samuel, oh, Jake Paul, he's not a YouTuber anymore. He's a fucking professional boxer. He lives the lifestyle. He puts in the work. And you know, so it's a legitimate it's it's a legitimate win for, for Jake Paul for sure. And you know, Anderson Silva made himself look really good at forty seven. Would you like to see Jake fight fight like actual boxers now? We've seen him fight like like you know, guy get you know, semi retired, retired MMA fighters who who are, you know, you know, still still in the combat sports realm. Would you like to see him fight legitimate boxers or if you're if you're Kind of, kind of the guy that gets the pull, pull string. If you're in Jake, Jake Paul's camp, who would you like to see him fight next? I'd like to see him fight Nate Diaz, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, why? Like, okay, like, you know, it's almost like, why do you want to pull back the curtain and, and look at the, the wizard controlling the computer? You know what I mean? Like, why? It's like, we know, like, we kind of know. Like, all right, you know, it is what it is. He's beating up Ben Askren and Tyron Woodley and... Hmm. So whatever, but it's still cool. It's still entertaining. It's still more exciting. I don't think it would be general. It would be more. It would generate a lot of excitement to have him versus, like, for instance, that Tommy Fury guy. I think pretty much everybody knows Tommy Fury should whoop his ass. You know, he's a high-level boxer. He's been boxing his whole life and comes from a pedigree family of boxers. So he should beat that. He should win that fight. He better win that fucking fight. Well, here's you know, my but- here's my take. I think that he's trying to beat our legends that we cherish in our heart, like Anthony mm-hmm. Smith said, and kind of make it seem like he can beat some of the best boxers out there because he's handpicking some of our legends that we, we personally love and hold dear to our hearts, like Anthony Smith said, which is very true. And it, it's hard for us to take, but it's almost like he's painting a picture off of their names from what they represent and, you know, beating them to where they are now. It's like, Oh, I could take on Tommy Fury, but will he, you know, will he be that guy that goes in there and face the best of the best? Will he come into the octagon? No, I wouldn't. If I was him, I'd keep he making won't. my money. <laughs> I make my money where I know it's safe at man. Come on. He, yeah. he, he ain't going to the octagon. If he's doing an MMA fight, ain't in the UFC. Listen, I would love to see them do something where it would benefit an MMA fighter a little bit more. Um, maybe modify it, but not like where the Conor McGregor Mayweather was modified. Like maybe allow a little kicks, whatever. But like, you know, you're asking, we're asking an MMA fighter to um, really critique or not critique to uh, really hone in on one skill boxing. Right. So th- they're not able to use 
their whole body nonetheless for yeah jake paul would have got head kicked in a second they can't <laughs> do that. so imagine that oh, that's what we want to see you know head. what i mean i'd rather see that but boxers don't translate to mma yeah, That's yeah. my point. And you said it too, Joey. You said we're strikers, right? We're not boxers. We're strikers. We're good at A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. Uh, but when it comes to one thing that you're training for, you might, is Jake, what we're really asking is Jake Paul a legit boxer? Can he stand in there with people like you guys or not? How would Jake Paul do in BKFC is the real question. Oh, well, it's funny you say that. It's like very like almost going back to what you were saying about as modified rules because in bkfc you have the clinch you have the dirty bars which adds another element which sometimes levels the playing field between high level traditional boxers and tough mma guys then you're like meeting on an even playing field in bkfc i like that uh, you know and, and uh i i mean yeah, I, I definitely think that he can win fights in bkfc there's there's people out there that he you know, he, he knows what he's good at. He's got that timing on that right hand, you know, and if he lands it, people, obviously people are going to sleep. So he's got power. He's got skill. He does a lot of good stuff. Like my wife's, my wife's uh fucking professional boxer. Ray and Hart. You know, before, before BKC and very, very tough critic as far as uh technique and stuff. And she sees a lot of good shit that he does and points it out to me. I'm like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing, you know, so. Cool. Now, Steve is trying to tell us that this was kind of a, a fixed fight. Steve, what's your what's your argument here with the knockdown? I'm not sitting there 100 saying it's a fix, but we we knew what, what was what was what was it going to be. If as soon as it got past past a handful of rounds, and you're starting to see how it's starting to play out, you're you're it, it's it's he's it's fixing in in the sense where he's protected, where 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 everything like. He has nothing to lose in the situation where, where yeah, he's going against Anderson Silva, but but as Joey's mentioned, you know, he's forty-seven years old. Yes, he's fighting, uh, you know, you know, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. and things of that nature. Yeah, and he he he's, he boxed T Ortiz and things of that nature. That's fine, but he's not he's not at that 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 upper tier level, which is why he is no longer in the UFC because he wasn't able to, to maintain that level anymore. We know the, the the level the level the level that he's at. If he's still going to be successful, it, it's not going to be in, in full blown boxing against a guy who's more or less bigger than him. This is what I keep sitting there saying. Not just is is he handpicking fights, but he's picking on smaller guys. He's mm -hmm. Like 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 he should be fighting guys like 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 traditionally that are around like 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 two hundred five pants. Yeah, like, two fivers. Yep. He's picking on the smaller guys, and and even the two guys before that are natural welterweights. So, because, so this is what I'm sitting there saying. One, I'm sitting there saying, not to sit there and saying like someone's paying Anderson Silver extra money or Tylon Gordo extra money. Right. Like, listen, put your chin out there, so let me clip you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's it's a work, but we know that the outcome of it because we've been following combat sports long enough to know when you're being put in a situation to be put over. So, as a professional, you think Jake's a legit boxer, Joey? You can't take yeah. the work that boy. Yeah. Come on, I could be as mad as I want about him. You cannot put the take away the work he's put in. Stop. That's true. Correct. Correct. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Like, he I'm is. not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna knock where he's been, where he's put himself, but to sit there mm -hmm. and say that he like to be calling out Dana White, sitting there saying that he he's he's doing this or he's doing that. 
Jake, you're you're not fighting anyone on that level yet to be able to sit there and say Payne is doing anything at this point in time. Has he gotten to himself some names? Yeah, but that's exactly what you're supposed to be doing as you're building yourself up, is building yourself up, you know, that cemetery list as you're coming up. <laughs> Everyone mm -hmm. tries to do that coming up. But I, I think what he has done is kind of taken it to another level. I do agree with some aspects of what people are saying that he's it fits the, the 2022 culture. Like fight some real boxes. We'll see what happens in the future. It is fun to kind of talk about. It is interesting to see. We'll see what what happens move, moving forward. I but is he making false hope? This great thing for boxing, but I do think it is it is entertainment combat, entertaining combat sports. Period. But is it false hope, Joey? Is it false hope for a young kid to be on the couch being like, oh my god? He started a YouTube put the channel. Work in, yeah. He put the he put the work in, but he's beating these these big names. Uh should the big names really ring in as much as they do though when it comes to the victories? I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's what narrative that the promoter wants to put across. Yep. You know? Are they gonna are they gonna paint the narrative that he's beating up old guys, or are they gonna paint the narrative that he's he's a legend killer? You know, he's like Randy Orton, he's a legend killer, you know. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. You know, with a broken neck at the end of the day because it can go either way so yeah yeah so what joey is here talk talks talk some bkfc obviously we, we got an event this weekend we obviously go. you got a you got a, a a big fight coming up obviously uh you're going to be taking on houston alexander in his backyard how fun is that to, to kind of take on uh i guess the the hometown hero in in their backyard yeah you know i mean it's all good i've done it before like yeah, 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 for sure. I've done. I've definitely walked into enemy territory before. I can't even think of. Oh yeah, I remember Matt Mitrione. He's from Indiana, and I fought him at Contico Fieldhouse. That was eighteen thousand people. That shit was pretty crazy. Um, you know, so I'm used to. I've I've been experiencing the booze and all that. Shit. It's fun, you know. It's another way for another form of cheering. I think it's one of the funnest things I kind of experienced, like on the fan side of things, going to like other stadiums of other sports teams and things of that nature. It's always kind of fun to kind of feel that different energy, different environment. What's kind yeah. of the, the funnest, you know, regardless fight environment, sports, sports event environment that you've ever been in? Oh, I always say Montreal, Canada, Montreal, Canada, for whatever reason, those people are freaking crazy. Like it was my second UFC fight, and I was like number one, number two, or number three on the card. And by the time I walked, so to give you an idea, so what I came from, the first I was the first fight in Vegas. So I I fought in Vegas. Oh, it sounds cool. Like no, there was literally maybe a hundred people in the whole damn arena, like because we were the first. We were, we were the first fight. Nobody was there. Then next time I fight in Montreal, so I'm I'm thinking like, oh, it's gonna be a small crowd again. Blah, blah, blah. No, we walked out. Fourteen thousand people going ape shit. <laughs> what is that like? Like, experience something like that? Like they say, it's one in a million, right, Joey? I hope you realize that you are that one in a million that have got to experience something like that. That's very special. Can you tell us what that was like? That's very special. It's it's super crazy and like surreal for sure. You know, it's like you don't really think about it when it's happening, but. You know, like, yeah, I have, like, vivid memories of, like, That's it. I remember f the, f the one fight I always think about is the, when I fought Stipe Miocic. In and his debut. In yeah, Stipe's it, debut. Oh, yeah, I just rewatched it, man. 
in Houston, and for whatever reason, I remember I came out to like some uh, Tigres del Norte, some Spanish music. The crowd went crazy, and when they were announcing me, like they were, I couldn't hear Bruce Buffer. I could only hear and feel the crowd, and the cage was shaking. Shit, you know, the cage was shaking. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, this is real. This is really happening, you know? That's got to be those the are like memories energy. That, oh, my God, it's ridiculous. And those are memories that I'll, I'll have the rest of my life, you know? It's like, it's hard to explain, but pretty cool. You talk about somebody like Stipe uh, looking at where he was on his debut where you fought him, man. And, man, back and forth battle on that one bro you man i thought you were about to win that fight because it were, there was a couple trade-offs there i sure. know dude i know i i really was and you know the thing that's crazy is like my whole mental process and everything and where i was as a fighter mentally back then like i remember thinking like fuck you like negative self-talk you sucked you're fucking embarrassing yourself here what the fuck are you doing because i threw a couple big hooks and like whiffed and then I was like, immediately, I was like, what the fuck are you doing, Joe? You're embarrassing yourself. God damn it. Come on, get it together. And I was like, oh, I'm feeling all down. And then, boom, I got taken down for like the last minute, and he held on. Come to come to find out, dude, it fucking came down to that last takedown because he won first round, I won second round, and the third round, we were trading on the feet. He got that fucking last takedown. Like, so it's so crazy. Now I'm like, you touch on a subject I always love talking about in, the, in this sport, man, is like the mental aspect of it is so it, it's so paper thin that people don't even mm. realize like the how how much the, the mental aspect comes into pl playing into small aspects of the, of the game that plays a bigger a bigger overall impact into it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I always think like I would say it's not that that um it's not that I got bigger, faster, stronger in my in my in my older age, you know what I mean? Like I just finally like got a hold of, of, of my of the mental aspect of things and started working with a mental coach. Oh wow! Shout out oh, Caleb, the, ment the mental sensei, man. I've, and uh, I started working with him. I think leading up, yeah, leading up to my third fight in BKFC. So Jamie Campbell was the first fight, and we, and. It's crazy, man. The whole like process, keeping me in check, holding me accountable as far as like specific like mental mental homework assignments for like better terms that I have to do each week, and just leading up to the fight. Now it's like fight week before. Like when I was in UFC, fight week was the worst. I was like, oh my god, was that like, some I of your baggage? I hated getting interviewed. I hated talking. Mm. I hated that people knew that I was gonna fight because people would be able to watch me get my ass whipped on TV. Like, that's where my head was at back then. Mm. It's like, I really did not enjoy my time. Like, yeah, it sucks. Looking I think back, that's one of the good things. Like, when you get older as a fighter, like, that, those anxieties, those things kind of just kind of simmer away, and you, it, it's just about, about working your game plan. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and now it's like, like you said, it's almost like a mental checklist. I just go over, and it's like, I know exactly what to do. You know, I, I'm just going to dominate this fight at whatever range, whether it be on the outside or on the inside. You know, I'm just going to dominate the fight. I know exactly how to do this. I've been fighting for 16 years, so. But, Joey, it, it seems like one of the biggest battles, it, it seems to be the trolling, right? It seems to be some of the trolling. And I got something set up for you here. I got something set up. All
Now, Joey, Joey, what some, some trolls are, are saying that you and, and fear when you're scared, you actually scream like a little girl. And I they shared this photo with me of uh, what is what is this, Joey? I mean, I mean, come on. What is going on here? Oh, I, I, I girl. we're having a lot of fun, man. That's funny. Oh, what? Him, him and wifey were, were kicking in on their vacation, man. Why they, why the trolls got to mess with Joey, yo? I know, I know. That's awesome. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, no, man, the, you want to know something funny is like you I had to pay for these photos. That's the funny part. You had to pay <laughs> for, for these photos. I used to be deathly afraid of roller coasters. Oh. What was this like, one? Roller coasters at all? Who broke that? Was that, that, was that you used to be who, who made you not afraid? Carowinds in North Carolina. Okay. The Loch Ness, I think it's called, correct? Oh, no, but I, my bad. Wait, did, did you say Bush Kills? Uh, Bush Gardens was the Bush other Gardens, one. Bush Gardens, yes, I went there, and it is the Loch Ness. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure, I've been on it, too. I've been on the Big Bear Wolf and all of that shit. Oh, those but are Joey, good, man. Yeah, Joey, I, I love like roller coasters either at all. <laughs> Joey, I love the shirt you're wearing. And I, I love the the face that you made here. Tell me what happened when you guys got off that roller coaster and you see the screens and you're looking for your face and then you see yourself and you're like, oh God, man, I gotta buy this one. Hey, I'm no, I, I'm that guy that I, I didn't buy it. I just pulled out my phone and snapped a photo of the screen. Well, the oh screen, yeah. Look at the, the front desk. Says, Sir, you can't take pictures. Like I can do what I want. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, step to me, bro. I go yeah, bare knuck. Do what I want. Thank you. <laughs> but the the uh, fact that your face here, if I was a troll, I would say, Joey, did you shit your pants on this ride? Look at your face right there. I mean, look at so look, look at that ride. Look at that face. That face was was <laughs> I was having. I was yeah, yeah, he's having it. The other the other one, he he, he I think he, that that one scared him a little bit. No, no, I'll tell you why. The other one, I I had a goal, I had a goal that was not gonna scream on any roller coaster when I went to push car. You know what's funny? Because you look like you have this super serious look, like you're concentrating on something, and I couldn't figure out what it was because you're like. This is not gonna take me. I'm gonna take this ride. <laughs> and after after every roller coaster, I get off and look at and slap slap five with the family. I'd be like, no screaming, no emotions, no screaming, no emotions. <laughs> oh my goodness! Joey, I heard a rumor that you know you were screaming as loud as sixteen thousand fans on that ride. <laughs> on the other one, on the other one, the one. In North Carolina, we were for sure. I was ripping oh, it up. Scary ride. I don't care what anybody. So, is, is this something that you do to kind of relieve your stress? Uh, do, are you like a theme park guy? Like, what are your favorite theme parks that you've gone to? Well, back in California, I loved Magic Mountain, Six Flags, and then I, since I've been out here on the East Coast, we, we've gone to Carowinds two times. We've been to Disney World. Uh, Bush Gardens, we just went to for, for my stepdaughter's birthday in October. Oh, so, yeah, man, there's some good ones out here for sure. Oh, they had a great log flume over in Bush Gardens, I remember. It was a big one. Now, yeah, there's some big ones there. Yeah, their now, log flume was huge. That's one of the things I remember that's sticking out of my brain from that place. And the big so, bad wolf that goes through the water almost, or I thought it was going to as a kid. I'm like, we're going to go into the water. You don't go into the water. 
So Carrie sounds like me. I hate getting wet at theme parks. Are are you somebody that goes on like water rides, Joey? We got Joey frozen here for a second. But like literally, I'll go to a theme park and I'll have new shoes on every single time. <laughs> and everyone's like, get on there. With brand new kicks. <laughs> brand yeah. Well, because you gotta look good. Like it's it's usually like a date or something. Yeah. That's the best first date ever as a theme Is park. It? Yes. I want to ask Joey, like, what was you're their first You're forced to talk to the person. You can't get away. You have to talk to them. And if you get away, you're, like, essentially just going to be leaving that person. for You're like, ah, fuck it, I'm out. But you're forced to You have to, to go through fears to together, them. too. And you're having fun. Yeah. And and going love, broke. And well, going broke. Love, I've expensive. been, like, to, like, the cheesiest theme parks for first dates. Just Steve, that. what's in Philly, like, for theme parks? Nothing, just oh, violence. Violence. There's Knobles Grove. Listen, nobody's violent like New York City. New York City holds the flame on violence at the moment. We know this. Joey, you're back here. Uh what 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 did was that like a place you would bring a first date? I mean, what was what was you and Britain's like first date? Like that that was Carrie was just saying that would be a perfect first date to go to somewhere like an amusement park. Uh what where was your first date? How did you plan this one out, man? Well, I'm you know, it's funny that uh well I don't know the first thing that pops in my mind is like the first time that we met, uh one of the first times that we met no actually it would technically technically would be that second one. So it would technically be our second date, if you will. And we went and I went, I met her and her daughter and we went and we did an escape room. Oh, oh my very cool see another cool thing scare the shit out of yourselves it works. never yeah, did yeah, that. Yeah. bring us through it like you guys went in there was she the smarter one to figure stuff out or were you well did you guys work funny, funny thing is is that she always will tell me this it's like well, that's one of the reasons i fell in love with you is because i went on youtube and looked up how to do an escape room <laughs> Because I was like, what the fuck is an escape room? You know, I had no idea. Yeah, where are you bringing me right now? Like, oh where, where are you bringing me? I have to escape from a, like, was this her idea? You're like, hold on, where is she bringing me? Oh, yeah, she had, she, she, she loves him. I've done a bunch since then, but she had done a bunch prior to me, prior to us dating. So when I went out there, I, I, I researched it and everything. So I kind of knew what I, how, to, how to rock and roll, and we still didn't make it out. <laughs> Carrie, what would your thoughts be? Uh, first date, uh, escape room. You and okay, Joey. So, I don't know if I would love that for a first date, only because I did an escape room once, and it must, it could have been that I was like a really crappy escape room, like a log cabin. I'm like, guys, really, we're doing a log cabin? Like, can we do something better? Um, I think if it was something on the scary theme, I might like it. A lot better than a log cabin. It was pretty boring. And all of a sudden, I'm like, can we go? Can we go? <laughs> like, this is just getting annoying. So I don't know what kinds they have. But yeah, I think I got like the shit ended a stick on the one I went to. Yeah, the, the one we went to was pretty cool. It was uh, the Wizard's Lair. I would love that. What the fuck? I go to a cabin. That's what I call my bedroom. That's what I call the my lair? bedroom. The, the Wizard's Lair. lair. <laughs> Why? Do you want to come carry? <laughs> oh God, so... <laughs> sorry. sorry, sorry, sorry. I gotta love my my, my, my face is so red. <laughs> yeah, me and Carrie gotta tip out for a second. Anyway. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so so yeah. Um, 
you and, and Britain, man, that's like the power couple of BKFC. I don't know why they don't like put you on the front cover of that. Like every time you fight, she should be fighting. It should be like the power duo, man. That's that what I great. would want. That would be so sick. The fight couple. The fight couple. The fight family. Joey. We got Joey frozen. Frozen. The fight family. I love that. I love that idea, right? I know. Like, that's what I would tune in. Joey, I don't know if you heard. Uh, we want you to be the fight couple of BKFC. The fight family. The fight family. Yeah. Thoughts on that, Joe? Uh, I'm barely just cued back in. What was that? I'm sorry. We want you to be the fight family of BKFC. You got to take me and my wife on, bro. Step up. Right? What are your thoughts on that? They they should do more promoting. I know I will. That's what I'm gonna push for. Uh, thoughts on something like that? Are you talking about like actual fights, like a tag team fight, or like no, <laughs> no. like fighting on the same card? <laughs> Could you that imagine? Be so sick. <laughs> oh. She's beating up a girl, Joey. Just tag tag me in. Just like... <laughs> <I'm> in. <laughs> hey, listen, there's uh. easier things that happen. No, but that it should be the power couple of BKFC. There should be more promoting on that. Would you like to see that? I mean, you would think it would be an easy slam dunk, but, you know, whatever. It's all good. I'm, I'm not the one who makes those decisions. But as far as us fighting on the same card, I will say this. They're like, I don't think that would be a good idea because we both get super stressed out about the other person's fight. It's, you know what I mean? Like yeah. for yeah. me, if it's me who's fighting, I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. I've been doing this long ass time, and she's like, same thing. She's a pro. She knows what's up. She's better than all these girls anyway, so she's gonna smoke them. And so it's like, but if we were like, oh, my baby's fighting, and I got, oh my god, some way somehow I gotta like watch and then like get it together. Like, nah, Wait. I just don't think we. I but. Got yeah, but you know, if they threw a million dollars at us, I'm sure we'd fucking we'd suck it up. That would be kind of cool. What if BKFC did couples fighting, and if both couples win, they go to like, uh, like a that would be actually really cool. I think a lot of couples would tune into that. But but Joey, I, uh, in the last five minutes, four minutes of this interview, I got one question. Steve got one question. Carrie's got one question. My question being, uh, for something like that to happen, man, the household has to be crazy. Like you're trying to avoid that situation where both of you guys are getting prepared for a fight. Now I've interviewed people like Valentina Shevchenko who told me I'm more nervous when my sister fights than my own fights. Is that kind of the same with you and, and, and your wife? One, 100%. I grounded the Beatles. With 100%. Like, you know, like, like us, uh, yeah, me, I'm very much muscle memory at this point. Like, I know, I know, I know what I have to do as far as the preparation and everything. So it's like, ah, I'm a, but then it's like having the person that you love, like, not like love, like, oh, my God, I love my mom, but like love. She's like, giving you a look, like, though. You just put your mom and your girl in a corner, bro. I know, like deeply <laughs> in love with, like, day in and day out, like my everything, my fucking yeah. everything to go out there and fight. That's fucking hard, man. That's yeah. And, you know, but, you know, we both do it. We're both pros, and we, and, and we, we do a good job of, doing, of handling it, so... Um, but yeah, so to answer your question, yes, it absolutely is harder for that. Best in the business right there. Steve, Carrie? Uh, me? Carrie, uh, You know, you have a amazing fight coming up. Uh, I would refer to it, in my personal opinion, as a legend fight. 
uh, I like watching two fighters that have been in the game for so long going at it. You're both super, super talented. I've been a fan of both of yours for so long. Does that play a part in it that you know you're, you know, you're fighting someone as talented as you? Not that he's going to beat you, but <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. Um, does that all play a role in it that you have this gigantic yeah. fight that's about to come up? It really is a legend fight. Um, no, I, I try not to get too much into my head, too much like a, make make a monster. Like I always say, I I try my best to not make a monster out of my opponents. I I focus on making a monster out of my, you know, and that that goes across the board as far as like, yeah, what he's done in the game, how long he's been in the game. Oh well, fuck, same. I've been in the I've been in the game just as long, you know. So at the end of the day. Like, it's gonna be a great fight. It's gonna be like, yeah, like I said, just two grown ass men getting in a fist fight. It's gonna be fantastic. Now, have have you guys seen each other before? Like, going into this fight, I know you guys are probably so pissed at me right now, Houston and Joey. My face was just like. Yeah, wow, you guys, they you guys, strangers, they've seen each other. They've been on the circuit before. You guys can beat me up for this. Uh, Joey, it's it's Joey's last question. Hey, I just, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. What did I walk in on? I don't know. I don't know. Hold up. Don't put my name in anything, and I don't know what the hell is going on, man. Houston, it's evil It's evil Eddie over here. I know I know who it is, but but hold on. You mentioned my name. And then uh, say don't don't beat you up, beat you up. Well, that's assault, brother. <laughs> so all right, all right. Get him. Get him. Right, I kind of put myself in the corner here. This should yes, not okay. happen. I did. Now, hold on, hold on. Now I'm gonna stop you. Is this a? Is your statement gonna get your ass whooped? No. 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 It won't. No, my question. My question to Joby was, um, and and Steve's question and Carrie's question. You yeah. two are both legends, and I, I want to throw this to Joey before he leaves here, and we get to you, Houston. Um, what, what What's up, Joe? How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I love this. Why are you apologizing, brother? Because you guys. We're, we're professionals. We're pros, man. Listen, we're like, listen they, they, they've been on the interview stand. We were at big press conference next to next to their opponents today. Nothing different, guys. Come on. My, yeah. my no, question, our, our question you gotta was, get it, out, get it out, Eddie. Two legends stepping in there. What do, what do you think would be the outcome if you two met beforehand and talked like this? Does this change anything? Like, you guys are being nice now. What's the difference? Because you guys are both legends. You've met your opponents in the past. But what changes? It's really You want to answer that first? I know you have to go. No, no, no. Okay. All right. So for me, it changes absolutely nothing. You know, at the end of the day, like Houston and I have been doing this so long that we both have that mental switch, and and we both come from us from from, you know, from from a generation where you don't have to, you don't you don't talk shit on the internet. You don't have to. Why? Because we're gonna find up. We're gonna fist fight. You know, we have to fucking talk shit about each other's mamas or anything dumb shit. You know? <laughs> Hey, guess what? November eighteenth, we're gonna punch each other in the face. <laughs> you know, it's all gonna yeah, be yeah. We're, gonna, we're gonna punch each other in the face, and then and then probably have a beer afterwards. I love it. Exactly. You know, no. that, but 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 don't don't get it twisted because you know we're we're gonna we're gonna go out there and actually fight. 
but yeah. but you know there's nothing personal there's nothing personal between it you know not not like how uh Khabib was uh, with Connor there's nothing nothing like that <laughs> no one's gonna jump out the <laughs> you know okay. it's like you're both going in there to perform and to perform your best it's gonna be an amazing fight so uh, you know I get well, so I think it's something that comes really- like with, with also like what I was talking about like like when you get to a certain point in your career and your profession and yeah. and you become get to a certain age like some of that some of that extra outside noise it just falls right off it's like all right whatever you're saying whatever I'll see I'll see you come Saturday mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't think it's just that I think you know shit we're, we're grown we're grown men but you know but see and, and on top of that we're not we're not pussies Let's just be real about it. We know we, we know we're grown men. We know we, we know how to hey, we know how to and and, and again I don't know about should, should, should have said that, but I'm just being straight to the point. You know, we are allowed men. to say whatever you we know want. what hey, we know what it is, we know what it is, and and you know it's this is what we we, we chose to do, and this is our profession. So you know there, hey, there's nothing personal, no, there's nothing personal unless unless you kick my son in the face or or did something crazy to my mom or the one big camp she said fire say you're gonna do something to the guy's dog. I was like, oh man, here we go. That was no, the worst funny. thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm like, what a weird comment <laughs> well, to make. For, like, bro, somebody make sure his dog's okay. <laughs> that, that's funny. <laughs> I gotta add, I gotta add this in really quick, just while you guys yeah, are, are here. Joey, Joey, yeah, yeah. Um Houston, you've been in there against legends. You know, a yeah. lot of people remember you from Kimbo Slice. Uh, Joey, a lot of people remember you from Stipe, Pat Barry, uh, Rampage. Have you guys ever been in a situation with an opponent where it was heated beforehand? Um, I, I don't I don't remember anything like that. I'm to where to where someone was uh, was barking at me all crazy. I don't think so. I don't in think fact, that, Houston, I don't know about Joy, but yeah. You, I don't think you so. told me, Houston, a couple of years ago on my podcast that Kimbo yeah. was actually a really nice guy, a stand-up guy when you He's met like him. The whole sweetest team. guy ever. He was probably one of the meanest looking ones too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, and and, the, and and yeah, a lot well, a lot of these guys again, well, a lot of these guys who have confidence in them in themselves and their ability. And they surround themselves with good people. Guess what? You don't have to do all that barking and, and stuff. You know, and, and I think there's, there's nothing wrong with it because you know, it helps you promotionally. You know, just like a Floyd Mayweather or a Conor McGregor. But you know, but a lot of times, you know, you don't have to do all that. Or, you know, you know, you you do like like Bud Crawford, and I believe you know, you know, I, I'm going to quote him. He said he let he let his hands do the talking. Yeah. And but, but sometime in this day and age with with social media. You know they they can they can either hurt you or help you because you know you 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 focus on your ability, but at the same time you got to be able to bark and be got to be able to talk and do all that stuff. You know, we, you know be a joke. We, we gonna go out there and just perform. You know, we you know we all that old you know trying you know, to get up and going, going against yeah. each other, all that crap. You know that that's you know that's that's uh that's that's for amateurs. Yeah. Joey, Joey, your thoughts? Exactly, man. I mean, he <laughs> put it perfectly, like. You know, like, uh, yeah, I really, I really don't think. I think it might be a generational thing. I, I maybe, yeah. you know, like I always yeah. say, like, I had friends of, I had pages of friends back when I had a real phone book. I didn't fucking need my, you know, like so this whole social media thing is like, whatever I do it. What reality is it does, Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think, it's, I, Joe. I don't think it's Joe. I don't think it's, I don't think it's generational. I think it's, uh, again, this is, it's this day and age where everyone's. Trying to get likes and everyone's trying to get 
you know, everyone's trying to get the uh, the attention off the internet. And I, I think that's the only way a lot of people can get uh, can get that attention by by um, by using the internet and social media and getting that um, what is that that reassurance from the audience. Maybe maybe that's the case. I don't think it's generational. I think nothing the the the, the generations haven't changed. It's just the technology. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's almost made where people can't even conversate. Like, you know, I'm 43. I'm single. I go out all the time. Guys mm -hmm. cannot talk to women whatsoever. It's like if there is not a swipe, whatever feature, they can't have an actual conversation with you. And it's really sad. I think that uh, the dating apps and the digital era, like you said, has done that. And there are people that literally live their life off of like their value is their likes and follows. And that's sad, too. Now, now whose fault? Whose fault is that? Is that the parents' fault, or is it the kids' fault? Well, the parents' fault for sure. I would definitely go with that. Letting them first off too young using social media, but as adults, the ones that fell into it—that's where I get really sad for them because I'm like, your life shouldn't be your social media. I have like no following, and I love every single one of them, and that's because I've gotten banned and kicked off. But I love all my followers, all 200 of them. They're the best people ever, and I'm totally okay with it. Losing as much as I did actually humbled the fuck out of me because I'm like, you know what? People still know why. I don't care. I don't need the numbers. Those numbers at the end of the day, they're fake people for the most part. Most of them don't even actually engage with, with what are you? They just hit, hit a like or share just to kind of. They get don't even like engagement. to hit a like. People would rather just look at your shit and keep it moving and not That's even cool. like it or give you a credit or anything so people are mm. funny like that but keep in mind guys your trolls are your biggest fans yeah. <laughs> your haters are literally legitimately just looking at your stuff all day right. long hoping you're gonna just, like slip up a little right. bit or fuck right. up and say something stupid. Uh, well, I always no. seem to, I always seem to congratulate people who uh who, who approach me negatively. So I you know, hey, thank you. I appreciate the you yeah. calling me a dickhead. It does look like I have a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. Houston. Yes. <laughs> now, Joey, yeah. Joey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, before, before we let you go, Joey, I gotta say, I am I'm sweating through my sweatshirt. I I am nervous that you guys are gonna fight right here. I cannot wait. Wait, why are they gonna do that? They still got they still got two more weeks before they get to the fight. I know. BKFC 33 guys live on fight. Joey Beltran, Houston Alexander, Omaha, Nebraska, going down in just a couple. You know, of weeks. You know let, let me say on record. Like, I had to say this on record, Joe. I always thought you had one of the best oh. nicknames in, 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 in <laughs> MMA, dude. Dude, hey, first of all, it, it, it's weird because uh, one of my favorite movies is The Terminator. One of, yeah. one of my favorite movies of all time is The Terminator, and it's crazy because I, you know, I think this is the first time we've talked. We've talked. To, since uh, some years ago, but Terminator, and then hold on for a second. This guy is calling himself the Mexinator. Man, come on, man. That's that. that it, where, where'd you get? Where did you get that that nickname from? Did you get it from the movie? Uh, no, man. My, Somebody my, gave it to you. Somebody yeah, gave my, it to you, huh? Yeah, my my buddy he was actually he was the, he had a funny name, Eddie Sanchez. He was a UFC veteran back in the day. Fought Krokop yeah. and shit. Uh, he, he looked at me when we were coming up with ideas, tossing across a couple of ideas. It was like my second or third fight. He's like, you know what? You're the executioner. 
I was like, I like it, and that's fucking swear to God. That's so, how so, it's not, so it's not Mexicaner. It's 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 a Mexicutioner. Yeah, Mexicutioner. Okay, okay. I'm listening. That. That. See now, now I'm all I messed up. See, that's what I'm. I'll be Mexicutioner. Mexicutioner. Yeah, because Houston that. has a, a Terminator tattoo. We'll get we'll get to that in just a second, Joey. I want to thank you so much for tolerating my BS and doing <laughs> this. I know you guys are probably so pissed at me. I'm gonna hide for a month or two. The so, uh, no. I'll definitely be uh, sending in my pay per view buy for you guys. I cannot wait, Joey. Uh, before we let this thing go, we'd like to hand the microphone over to you. If you have any shout outs, any sponsors, anything at all, the floor is now all yours, Joey. Oh, well, you know, I just want to say thank you to my my team and coach, Ryan Perez, Slaughterhouse Management. Thank you to my, my wife, my rock, my support system, my everything, Britton Beltron. And uh, say what's up to everybody back in California. And my sponsors, you know, the ones that have been around since day one, you know, Ray Neff Metal Fabrication, uh, Nat Fit San Diego, DM Building, uh, oh yeah, I got a shout out Miami Health Healthy Miami Kitchen helped me cut this weight. Super, super awesome food meal prep sponsor. And that's about it. Everything else up in my mind. Thank you so much, Joe. We cannot wait for this upcoming fight and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank Bye, you. All right. I'm so sorry. Houston, I know you're so mad at me right now. No, man, hold up. Why? What, what, what the hell is going on? Why do you keep apologizing? I I'm scared. Up. I got I got you too. What two. are you scared about? That you just told his fun ten times. Shut up, Eddie. <laughs> people, let, let me just go take a shot here. or something. Take take a breather. Let me take this over for a second. All right. All right thank Can you. Thank you. First off, appreciate the time. Gary. Obviously, you know we 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 had uh we we had some fun at the beginning here when we we had your opponent po Joey on here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, now now we're gonna get to it. Obviously. You know, uh, big, big, big one coming up. You, you, you got two in a row. Obviously, uh, we were talking. You're sitting there throwing the the name, the word "old man" around, being thankful for for us have, for thinking about you and things like that. You got a two fight win win streak right here. Your opponent, you know, for all intents and purposes, probably you know was in the UFC longer, kind of probably as the kind of the same kind of billing as you. You're the one that's on the winning streak right now. I think I think you you're 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 in your hometown. You got everything in your corner right now. How excited are for you for for not not just to have someone like Joey to to, to, sh to share the uh, share the ring with, but to be in your backyard to have to have another opportunity to to, to to get another win on your record here. And you know you, you never know what could happen here in BKFC. You never know you could wind up get, get, getting getting title aspirations. What what do you feel like uh, uh, right now leading up into this big fight? Well, say my and to be honest, man, I'm scared to death. <laughs> and and, and when I say what I imagine that. Hey, no, no, see, no, you guys want you want I guess want complete honesty. You know, I'm scared to death, you know, because first off, you know, you're you're headlining a, a show. And a lot of times, you know, there's a lot of pressure with headlining a show. And you know, and I and I don't think a lot of fighters that like to admit that, but let me let me be the first to admit that, man, it is it is um it's scary to headline the show because uh, I've seen a lot of people who headlined the show and, uh, you know, they, they, they failed in it. And so I don't want to, I don't want to be the guy in my own hometown to, you know, to fail or let people down. So you know, I'm scared to death, but being scared to death is uh, not necessarily a bad thing. You know, they, you know, you, you know, that that's when you actually turn everything on. So maybe, maybe that at that point, 
uh, that's whenever all my senses get turned on. So that you know that that I I embrace uh, that, that 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 being scared. Now, now being, you, a, being a, able to get Joey in there and, and avenge uh, an, an early defeat, how does that how, how does that kind of wrap around you too? I'm sorry. I said, how's the field also get get Joey in there? Obviously, in, in avenge uh, you know er, er, earlier fights. You know, I don't I don't you know to, to get get Joey in there. It, it to me is it makes no difference. You know, I tell I, I've told people uh, since I've been doing the bare knuckle, I've been doing bare knuckle all my life. Bare knuckle, this is easy. And I'm, and I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you guys on your podcast with your audience. To me, the bare knuckle shit is easy because you know why? There's no punches. You know, there's no elbows. There's no knees. There's is there no less kick. damage? There's less no, damage. There's no takedown. There's no take. No, no. The damage oh, is it's not less. It's less things to worry no, about. No, 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 no. Take that, take that back. back. More external than internal. No, no, no. Take that back because the the the, the damage is 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 it probably more. You know, because I'm seeing, you know, the first the first fight with uh, you know, bare knuckle fighting championship. I've seen a lot of people get their hands broken. I've mm -hmm. seen a lot of people's eyes damn near get get uh taken yeah. out. Like you know, hey, you know yeah. it's it, it's serious. It's serious, but the whole um point of the game is not to get get hit. So What's the nastiest I'm thing? pretty good at I'm pretty good at not getting hit. So but 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 yeah. to me, I've been doing this all my life and and, and now I'm showcase. This. What, what's the last? Oh, I'm sorry, Carrie. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say it's got to be either, you know, you've been fighting forever is one part of it. And two, you're literally just concentrating on one part. Uh, and you know, once, you know, like you're, the hands are going to be thrown at you. You're not going to have elbows. You're not going to be taken down. So well, well, Carrie, Carrie's been be sweeping everybody at Matt Sarah's gym lately. So she's a little <laughs> confident. She leg, the, the, leg, out, the, leg sweep, the leg sweep or just the takedown? She choked oh. out Matt Sarah's wife today. I told you that. Was <laughs> it was off camera. I didn't want to say that. Again. Yeah, good, hey, good. No, no, good. Hey, good for you. Good for you. And actually, Caitlin Chukagian, like, I commented how strong I am, and I'm very tiny. Uh, I'm just very wiry. And Matt was like, "Dude, you should be choking people out with rear naked." I'm like, "I do." And my favorite is triangles, top mounted, back anywhere. And 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 speed kills. Yep. Oh, I have to be fast because I'm so really? tiny, and most of my opponents are bigger than me, and the girls that I train with are. So I have well, to then you can get around them. Be super you, fast. You can get around them a little faster yeah. than than the, you know than uh, someone that's probably bigger. Oh yeah! By the time I like slip my knee behind their back and have them in a rear naked choke, the one girl today was like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> I just practiced that two days ago. It was with black belt, so that's why I was like, oh, "I'm sorry." Hey, now, now you you better watch out. You keep doing that. People are gonna start getting jealous, and they're gonna start start taking cheap shots at you. Uh, you better I watch have, out. Yeah, well, I've had that happen. <laughs> Houston, have have you been the victim of it. that? Where like new people come into the gym and they they kind of spot you and they're like. Oh man, I know we at the YMCA, but let's go, Houston. No, 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 no. Uh, because you know that's one thing uh, from day one. I've I've gotten from Curly Alexander, which is my uncle, who's one of my coaches. When you get, I don't care where you're at. When you step into the gym, you know you got to let everybody know who the alpha is. Mm. So, you know, regardless of whether I'm in Miami, Florida, uh, Miami, Houston, California, uh, Canada. You have to when you. I don't care who gym it is. You gotta let everybody, uh, everyone know who the alpha is. So, are you Mufasa or are you Scar in the MMA world? 
Are mm. you Scar or Mufasa? Man, that's that's a that's a tough one. That's a good that's a good question. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I you know what? <sighs> do you have the do you have the heart? Oh man, I got you know what? I, I gotta be you know what I gotta be scar. I okay. love that. All right. Yes. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. You know why? You do you know why? Because because again, scarring, uh, he didn't give a shit. <laughs> also, you have the Joker tattoo, which kind of goes with this whole scar theme. I love uh, it. Why did you get the Joker tattoo? I feel like that. Because every once in a while, I think I'm funny, but I know I can turn it on just like Joe Joey said. We can turn it on at the, at the top of a hat. So you know that that's that's why so the Joker. A Joker thought he was funny. But at the same time, he's very dangerous. So that's what I mm. that's what I feel I am. Mm. So do you feel like money money is nothing? It really comes down to the whole point that you're trying to make in your career. You're not going after who's going to pay you the most. You're trying to make yourself into even more of a legend, which I've seen you do, Houston. I mean, I've seen you on like shows where they're injecting you with adrenaline and stuff like that. I've seen you on Key and Peel. Those are two different opposites. You have been going in there and you've been making a name for yourself. It doesn't seem like you care about uh, politics or money. It seems nah. like you care about making a point and uh, being a real leader. Now, that's something that Scar didn't do. Now, but- see, no, I, no I, I don't mean to cut you off, but nope. uh, I'll, take, I'll take that L. I don't want to, you know, the legend thing, everyone throws that around all the time. I don't, you know, being a legend is, you know, uh, Kobe is a legend. I'm, oh, you're I'm a legend. I'm just, you are I'm a legend doing, in this sport. Houston. I'm just you're doing, I'm just doing. You're Houston Alexander. I'm personally just, you know, that. just enjoying what I'm doing. And, you know, and, and, and from day one, I've enjoyed what I've been doing. And ever since I was a kid on the playground of East St. Louis, when, you know, these kids try to take my candy bar. From the first fight I had at eight years old. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm still I'm still looking for those guys. I'm still looking for those guys. Okay. <laughs> I'm still looking for those guys. Right. You're looking for it. He's still looking for the guy that took his I'm still away. looking for those guys. Right. And, and I remember the school, Canada School in East St. Louis, Illinois. These guys tried to take my candy bar on the <laughs> playground. Now, Houston, Carrie, Steve, uh, we, we, we got to dive into this because lead that, it picture, on, lead it. Hold on. that lead picture I just I showed, we need to Now, Houston, if I'm a troll, I'm going to say Houston's going around beating guys a quarter of his age because there's a photo of you in a high school about to pile drive this this kid. Now, if I'm a troll saying that, I mean, can you explain this photo, bro? Uh, explain this photo. I, I went to go uh, talk to my old high school, Omaha North High, and the, 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 the head coach of, of the, the team asked me to come and talk to his team right before the playoff run. 
Um, and uh, it, it, I, I did this a couple of years ago when I went to uh, to uh, Nebraska. I, I, pay, I always pick out the biggest guy, you know, in in, in the room. And well, this, why this, not? There was a guy sitting right here in the green jacket that looked like he was about thirty three. <laughs> a lot of these kids look a lot older than what I remember in high school. Hey man, hey, this kid was six nine and uh, close to almost three hundred pounds. And I said, and, and what I, <laughs> what I, what I did was I had to, you know, I had proof to them. I had to prove to the kids that you know size, you know, That's size right. doesn't matter. It's it's you know, it's the heart. It's a it's it's what you what it's the uh, knowledge that you have. And, and and again, more more so the heart. And so for five minutes, I took this kid and I walked. From for each side of the room with this guy on my shoulder, teaching a lesson, having no, no, just having a conversation, just having a conversation, just having a conversation with this kid on my shoulder, just, just get, just telling them, hey, size doesn't matter, and this guy's, this guy's laughing because I, because I told him I was gonna fart. (laughs) There you go. So you have like lethal. If you're trolling, if you're trolling me, then I'll, I'll be farting on you. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. This poor kid. I mean, look at him. He actually does look about seven feet tall, actually, now that I look at him. He was 6'9". He was a big big kid. Look at how big his pants are. You you took his lunch money or what? No, no, sir, I did not. uh, (laughs) He was a big kid. If if you ever see, if you go back and look at those photographs and you see us standing next to each other, you know, his his, his balls were on my shoulder. (laughs) Look at how long his pant leg is, and look at yeah, how wide that you can see. He's a big, oh, like, that's funny. But yeah, they, I, you know, but uh, they end up going almost uh, to the semifinals uh, after that talk. And they won a couple of games after that, but they end up losing by a touchdown to get to the state finals. So my my old school shouts out to the Omaha uh, Omaha uh, Vikings. Now, now Houston, I got another uh, kind of segment here. Uh, what yeah. are, what are what are you worth? Because I researched you and I wanted to know your net worth. Here's what I net- found, Houston. Okay. You are worth four hundred thousand dollars. Four hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> net worth. Celebrity net worth. Uh, can you confirm or can can you say like where they got no, this? No, 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 don't, don't you say, don't you hold on for a second? Don't you see what's happening to the? The rappers out there, how they're getting targeted, man. man well, I'll never, I'll never answer that. Let me tell you the things that I've been seeing. You're a smart man. It's it yep. comes richest athletes in MMA. You're you're right there. Yeah. And what's what, what's funny? What's funny is this is uh, that you know I I, I drive a, a, a two thousand. Uh, thirteen Trailblazer, which is probably one of the, one of the best things I ever had. But I, but I do have, a, I have a few cars. But, but uh, now I, I drive a two thousand Trailblazer. That's good. People say you have vehicles for for what you need. It's not, it's not like it's not always about being flashy. Like I got the truck because I need to move things around. I need to have this. I need to have my family with me. Things like that. No, actually, actually, uh, I I use my I use my Trailblazer because, and again, I love I love this thing. You know, I love I love my truck. I use it. I use it. I know what you mean. I love them things. Yeah, I use I use it. I use my trailblazer to DJ with. 
I'm going to be the craziest person in the room and just say, like, you know, when, when all hell breaks loose and, and the computers and the cars stop working, you know, and they decide to just turn them off, your car will be running. Congratulations. Yeah, my We're car all going to be, be sitting running. there like a bunch of fools and you'll be driving around like, how's your computer run yeah. car, guys? And I have plus... Plus, no one's going to steal a 2013 no, trouble. you're awesome. That's so smart. Right here. All right. So you're, you're a DJ. So what are your, what are your top three songs what, that you, you like to play DJ? Hmm. Top th my, my top three songs that like that when I'm DJing anywhere at all. Oh man. Uh, Michael Jackson is always, no matter, no matter what, Era, no matter what crowd, what is the mic you prefer? Which one do I prefer? Yeah, like what do you, what do you, what do you, are you a pretty young thing guy? Are you a bad guy? Like, like, you no, see no, those uh, pretty young things. It's got to be a rock with you, you know. Come on, you got to go, you got to go early, Michael, before he started really messing up his mm. nose. Oh man, like so the, you can play Michael Jackson. You're not gonna play any, thriller around yeah. October. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you can play anything. Things like that makes you thriller bad. You can play anything Michael Jackson in any era, in any age group, at any yeah. time, and yeah, and and you'll never fail with Michael Jackson. You know what my favorite Michael is, Houston? ABC, right, the ABC song. Oh, again, again, before the nose job. Yeah. yeah, when he when he's a little boy, that's what I favor. And you know what my favorite movie is? I, I got the rat on my shoulder for people listening to the audio. Uh, Willard. He actually made the whole soundtrack for Willard. I cry to the song every time my one of my rats die. I, it's not even funny. It's not even funny. I play I play the Willard song every time one of my rats dies, and I have a, a, a cemetery. Hold on, hold on. You, uh, now, are you sure? You sure? Uh, what's the name of that movie again? Willard. 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 Michael Willard. Jackson. Yeah, I'm not, no, are you are you talking about Ben? Ben, <laughs> you scared. Oh, the DJ Ben, the movie. Yeah, this. The, yeah, hey, hey, guys, hold on for a Man, second. He, he just put, he just pulled his thing. He's getting Yo. the movie. <laughs> now, bro. Hey, you just said you just said a my, it, the, the, your favorite song was about a rat and yep. named Willard. I'm no, going to have to issue a flag on the plate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it, it's, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> I cannot believe you call Ben the movie. Willard. Willard. Yeah, my rats are all at their cage going like this on the side of the cage. Like, <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's Houston, fine. Houston, fun fact. I've lived the actual Gremlins movie in my own life. At one point, I had 126 rats rescued by mainly rat rescue from my house. They were in the walls, in the ceiling. They were all yeah. my pets. They were all my pets. I would bring girls over. Uh, we'd cuddle in bed together. And girls were too attracted to me to say, like, I got to get out of here. You know what? It's funny that we're talking about rats because when I DJed a haunted house a couple of days ago, uh, one of the, one of the, uh, the the young ladies that was there brought a rat up to me. It was a, it was a big big rat. I guess uh, she thought I was going to be scared by bringing it up to me. But please, I'm not I'm not, I'm not scared of any animal <laughs> at all. So so you know so that's fine. Yeah, Scar. If Scar saw it, he'd put it between his paws, like in yes. the movie, and eat it. Yes. Remember that scene? <laughs> yeah. Yes. He would like tingle it around his eyes, you know, like it's. Now, I have a question. 
Thank you. Um, you know, this is so funny because when you first popped up and like, I was just, just a random, like, I'm like, were you scared? Crap? Like I was, no, I was immediately like, did they switch out ice cube for Houston Alexander? Like, <laughs> Do you ever get confused for him? Ever? No, and not not as well. And I, all black people don't look alike now. No, no. <laughs> no, hey, no, or or maybe, or maybe it's just a just for men. No, he's a handsome man, and, and he looked very similar with the hat on. So I thought maybe you yeah. got. No, you know, uh, you know what? Nah, nah, I never got the the ice cube thing. But you know what I got? I got the ice tea. Picture of yourself with the hat on, because you kind of. I very I got the I got the ice tea comparison. Okay, I honestly could see both, but I see I, more Ice Cube, personal opinion. Or, or I get, I get this all the time. Oh man, you look like Common. Oh, Common, great, great. I don't actor. think that. I think that, <laughs> I think Ice Cube. That's my personal. Oh, right, there we go. Yeah. That, that, it must be. It must be the Husker hat. Com common was it's, great. It, no, just the hat in general, like the you just similar features. Or, or, or I can look mean like Ice Cube, like. It ain't, it ain't a wonderful, it ain't a, it, today wasn't a good day. That's a great question. You guys, you guys, you guys have a great show. It's, it's, it's interesting how uh, the this, this show has developed over the years and, and, and that was kind of cool. The, the, the troll intro was kind of a cool, that was, that was a cool, cool intro. Yeah, we've been we uh, we we've been set set Eddie up to let kind of like let, let him kind of work on his his little things and things of that nature. We talk about things throughout the week and stuff like that. So oh, always uh, throwing Eddie some ideas. He comes up with some stuff. He is one of the reasons why we have him here. Eddie's one of the best producers in the business. Now, people really man, that, hey, you guys, are, and you guys, no, my big big much respect to you guys for for you guys coming up in your show. So Houston, before oh, we let you. you go here, bro. I mean, me and you go way back for for a couple. Yeah, but, of years. I've even interviewed a couple of you of, of your fighters that that you train as well. Is there anyone that we should be on the lookout for uh, oh, that you know that you have your eyes on right now? Um, there, there's a uh, Josette Cotton, and she's uh, oh, Josette, I think, uh I she's one of the yeah, she's she just won a championship over in England, uh, a bare knuckle championship for, for women over there. Uh, Ron Coleman, Ron Coleman is uh, he's a heavyweight. He's won his third uh, pro fight, and uh, he was he was training with me at the age of uh, fifteen, and now he's uh, thirty. So he's a, but he's a he's a monster. He's a monster. And uh, Jacoby Jones, he's another uh, guy. And all three uh, persons are out of Omaha, Nebraska. So those three three individuals, uh, and uh, Derek uh, Minner is uh, fighting tomorrow for the UFC. Um, tomorrow. Uh, and I believe is I'm not for sure where they're going to be tomorrow for for the UFC event, but but Derek Derek Minner is is, is uh, fighting tomorrow, so shouts out to him. Uh, and it's I mean, it's just crazy that we got so much talent in, in this area, and we've been had so much talent in this area. And I always ask, I always ask people, how come you always got to leave to go do your camp somewhere else when we got all the killers here? So those are some of the people right now I'm looking out at, at, at looking out for. Oh my goodness. Houston, you were also on Key and Peel. I gotta throw that out there. I know we, we talked about it on my podcast a couple of years ago. Yeah. But uh for people watching, obviously I have uh 
a Pluto TV on my smart TV over here. They're constantly playing Key and Peel, and I, I see you about once a week on there because yes, they, play the, they, they play the episode all the time. But you told me you actually filmed a couple of segments with them. Uh, is there any chance of us uh, seeing some of the stuff they didn't release with you? Or will I don't you know. You know I, I, I think a lot of the, the things we did behind the scenes. I know, uh, you know, they they let me film uh, some some stuff behind the scenes, but. As far as as far as filming with those guys, I think that that's the only one we had did. I, I'm not in Hollywood, so I can't. So I can't, you know, get the get, get the call-ins, <laughs> get the acting call-ins like I want to, man. But but you know, it, it would be cool to go back out there and do some. Uh, I got yeah, do some things, but I got a movie coming out that I'm gonna be working on here in uh, probably in January in Florida. But 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 that was you know I I told uh uh Peel I said yo man uh. You need to have me come back out here and, and, and get into some of your films. And and he was telling me, and it's funny, guys, the first time I told the story, at uh at lunch, he was telling me that he was writing all these uh these films, uh, and that he was working on uh all these films that you're seeing now uh on 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 uh the big screen. Who have seen, you know, what the, what what's the, what was the first one? Uh um, it's called uh, them or us. Yeah, we say uh, them. He was, I think, I think he was working on the, uh, the screenplay for that. But uh, the one when they were doing with the the kitty, when they were doing the kitty the, with the kitten. Yes. Yeah. 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 He told me about that one, and then he told me about the other one with the uh, with the, the sunken place. So he told me that he was he told me he was working on all this stuff, and I and when they finally came out, I was like, oh man, he 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 did it. So. You know, he's, he's probably one of the better directors out there. Emmy mm -hmm. Emmy nominated. I, was it Emmy or, or Grant? Emmy nominated uh, Emmy. director. Or after or after. Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane that you got to work with somebody like well, that. It was cool, man, because they uh, they uh, hit me up hit me up on Twitter. Phil hit me up on wow. Twitter. Was like he was like, uh, "Yo, you want to do this thing?" I was like, oh, "I like hell yeah." So he said I was one of he said I was one of his favorite fighters, and I was like, oh man, that 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 was crazy to hear. They flew me out, and uh, and it was it was it was a great experience. But you know, we're going out there. I you know I do a a thing here in Omaha called Omaha Live, and for five years we you know we were doing uh comedy sketches uh with Omaha Live, and you got if you guys go on the the YouTube page, you can see. Some of the Omaha Live stuff that we did, and they were they were. Yeah, what, you're 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 going out there in nature with a net. And you're all dressed up, <laughs> and you're you're going out there to teach the children. I've seen that Houston. Yeah, I so, so you know, so so before I went out there to do the Key and Peel thing, I was already kind of doing television already here in town. So it prepared me to go out there to do that. So it was it was easy to do too. Oh wow. You're actually really good in that. I like your character in that. You got those you got the straps going down. You're all dressed up. You're kind of like a nerdy big guy. And you're man, just it, like it's just, it's just, it's just it. funny, man. And you gotta you gotta go in and watch a lot of those uh Omaha Live things. So I go I went because because I do a lot of things that people don't expect me to do. So but also I gotta ask you this before we let you go. I know Steve yeah. and Carrie may not have seen this, but I know they have in the back of their mind. You're on a show where they they injected you with adrenaline now, Houston. Yeah. And you had to beat up a doll. And the, <laughs> uh the sport, you know, when sports sports science first started doing a lot of their uh the stuff on, on television, they asked me to do it. Uh and I was like, you know, you know, my agent at the time 
was like, this might be good, you know, um, exposure for you. So I, I went to the, the studio and I did, uh, matter of fact, they called me back twice wow. because I did the adrenaline thing to see how much power you have in a punch. Uh, and what then did I that did, feel uh, like, Houston? What we did, did it all feel like? The football. We, we did the football one where we had to punch a football out of the, um, out of this running back, NFL running back's uh, hand. So I was on it twice. I was uh, probably one of the only athletes uh, that was on it twice. Were, mm. were you nervous of having a heart attack? Like if somebody was like, you're going to shoot you up with adrenaline, I think instantly of Pulp Fiction uh, over overdosing on cocaine and you're like doing it by will to beat up like a doll. Like, were you well, nervous? All, I don't think they're stabbing him. In the now, there, first off, she was doing cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> and, she got, and, and they, they gave her the adrenaline head. shot to come back. <laughs> and they stabbed her in the chest. Yeah, they stabbed her in the chest, and, and I, I think I was good. I was cool. They had the, they had the doctor. Like? Was they had there the doctor like a there, rush? But, but fortunately for me, I, I, I get I, I get I get so angry that adrenaline was nothing compared to me getting angry. Mm. Wow. <laughs> now, now That's here's really cool. Before we get ready to wrap, wrap up and let you go, obviously, I said we see the uh, the Houston. Now, you, know that's the four, you know that's the fourth time. You know that's the fourth time you guys said that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I feel before we get it, before we wrap here. this up. That's this one down here. <laughs> I got I got a whole notebook right now. He's saying he's still getting if, <laughs> if you want to stay, I have two notebooks full of questions just for you. That's Along funny. with old questions I haven't like, asked. Dude, I, I have to get a last out of real Eddie in sometimes. That's funny. <laughs> but uh, before we let you go, you know, obviously you have your, your foundation kind of a little backdrop there. I want to give you a kind of moment to kind of let the people know, you know, what it is you're getting involved outside of combat sports on top of, you know, uh, you know, uh, acting and, and uh, you know, uh, and DJing and everything else. What, what is your foundation doing? No, the, the foundation is something that uh, we've done since the early 2000s where we go into the schools and we teach the kids about hip hop culture because a lot of, you know, a lot of the kids are getting negative imagery, of course, online and on radio um, and through the you know, through rap itself, because there's a lot of controversy about about uh, the lyrics of rap influencing a lot of the kids. So what we you know what we decided to do a long time ago was go into the schools and teach the kids about the culture itself. It can because uh hip hop culture is not just about rap. It's about, you know, about it's about music and it's about dance and the art. So we decided to do that a long time ago. And uh, you know, and I mentor kids. I, you know, I do after school programs. I go and talk to uh a lot of you know a lot of people in uh, the youth centers, you know, in prisons. I, mean, I I just do a lot of things to get back to the community because uh yeah I, I've been showed so much love over the years and I've done so much in my community since I was uh, 12, 12, 13 years old. It, it, it's, just, it's just something that was already in me to do all these things, man, to make, to make sure that I'm doing the right things at times. And, I, and I'm not perfect, but you know, I'm just making sure I'm doing the right things all, at all, all, the, all the time, especially when it comes to our kids. So because, they, uh, what, what, did, what did Whitney Houston say? Yeah, the kids are our future. Our future, yep. <laughs> I lived in my town growing up. She lived so, in Madison, Connecticut with me. Uh, I, I saw her mansion all the time. My ex-girlfriend went to college with her in Boston. With, with her daughter crazy. in Boston as well. What a crazy thing to bring up right here. I'm yeah, so 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 it's all 360, guys. So, and you guys, you know, and, and even with you guys doing this, you guys are helping out a lot of people, you know, by interviewing them and and uh, and, and keep, for, for people to get to know them. 
and you know we're, we're just shooting the shit, and we're talking, you know, talking about something we love doing. And and you guys, you guys get, should get a lot of credit for that, you know, because uh, a lot of people are, are pretty stiff when it comes to interviewing, especially MMA folks mm. or people have that have anything well, to see, do. Like, that's with why we combat. created this show too, Houston. It's just like we don't want to just talk about MMA and combat. Like we want to talk about the person. We want to talk about your story, yeah. your life experience, things that you're doing outside of uh, of just your basic combat sports world like like you guys are, are more than just fighters you're more than just athletes you're human beings you have other things going on in your lives and i think those are things that i think journalists that cover just sports kind of lose this thing that they kind of feel like they can only talk about this we can only talk about this and i mm. think it's a taboo thing that i i don't think that we should we should only be talking about sports on a, on, a, nothing, on a, uh, nothing wrong nothing wrong with talking about the sports but then, but 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 let's talk about the person. And yeah, I, one thing I learned, gosh, one thing I learned from the pandemic is that you can always tell who a person is by looking at their background. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, so I'm, hey, so so, so hey, so next, so each time you hey, see each time you look, well, see, I'm not letting uh, him do it. I'm not letting him do it. <laughs> Houston. As we let it go, you know how we do this. We throw it over to you. Anyone like to thank? Shoot out your your social media sites. Any any sponsors you have? Anything you you want to want to uh, spend some time to show some love to? The time is yours, my friend. Yeah, man. You know, I'm I'm not gonna drag it out. All you know, again. Um, shouts out to all the people that support me all, all throughout the years. Shouts out to all the sponsors uh, who who's who's uh, supported me throughout the years. Family, friends, everyone on social media. Um, you can follow me at Houston Assassin, or you can just look me up at you know Houston Alexander, where it'd be the fake fake Houston Alexander or the real one. You get a hold of me somehow. <laughs> but uh, and also to you guys, uh, again, keep doing what you're doing because uh, because again, you you guys are actually not just talking about the sport; you're talking about the person. So maybe you can you guys can use that in, in your moniker or something like that. Don't just don't talk about the sport. It's, it's something talk like about the person. I've, I've always had us all do, and it's it's something that the reason why the three of us are here is because we, we want to be that that person that kind of push the envelope to talk about everything. I kind of feel like we've always been that different. Yeah, we have. Like, just we've all been doing our thing. We ask great. We always ask personal great questions, and that's. You know, you can always ask an MMA oh, question. Everybody can oh regurgitate that same stuff over and over. Yeah. So this, I agree, is special. But you know what? I want to just say thank you for the special moment of you coming on when you did. I personally, as Get my fan, you know, I, as a fan of the sport, love seeing, and it doesn't happen often, fighters yeah. uh, that are opponents and future opponents that are about to fight actually interview together. So that was really special in my personal Yeah, but uh, I, I thought... Yeah, no problem. I thought I thought that's how we was gonna do it, you know, because I said I saw the I saw the flyer, and I thought it was how we was gonna do it. And this and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. There, there's nothing it. wrong wrong with that at all. I, I actually I think that's actually pretty cool. No, I, I appreciate that because that was a special moment. It doesn't happen often. Thank you. I'm yeah. gonna hide under my covers for no, like three months. Hey, hey, no need. Hey, no, no need to do all that. <laughs> no more apologizing, Eddie. Like, no, no, no more apologizing. I'll come over there, you, there you go. Houston, I got one more question for oh you. Oh my God, Eddie, no. I have to. I have to. 
I, I know, yeah. like, you're, you're a very smart person. Is there a, like a book that you've been reading? I don't know. Today? I don't know about the smart. The smart. <laughs> are, are, is there like any book that like is your go-to book that you would recommend to people? Because I'm looking for a new. Oh book. man, oh, I got one for you when when, when he tells any, you. Any, hey, any type, you know, any type of self-help book. Mm. Any type of self-help book that gets right. that, that gets you mentally to the next level. Because sometimes we all get stagnant in our thought thought process. Yeah. And so any any type of uh, book, self-help book to take you to the next level, anything. Thank you, Houston. We appreciate that. And we can't wait for your uh -huh. fight coming up in just a couple of weeks here. So with that being said, that's the skill. We'll talk you to you soon, about? Houston. We'll talk to you soon, Houston. Thank you so much. And, for and, and no problem. And I'm already at weight. I'm all, I've been, been at weight for <laughs> yeah, the past month. I love month. it. I was I've, been at, I've, been, I've been at weight for the past month. Hey. Hey, is there proof of that? Because Joey posted that on his Instagram that he was at weight. Are you gonna? Is there proof of this that you're at weight too? Well, I'm, brother, I'm, I'm I've been at weight again for a month, so I don't know. Like, it's, it's, you look like you're. Really I don't know what's going on with Joey, but I don't know. It, just remember this: that if you if you if you're ready, you don't have to get ready. Yes. Thank you, Houston. We'll talk to you soon. Houston, I appreciate it, guys. Best of skill. We'll see you guys. You guys have a good night. Thank you. Guys, what book? I got one for you, Eddie. I got one. I'm going to switch it up for you because I know you're still sweating bullets, right? You're talking about. Wait, I have a booty call calling. Wait, I have a booty. Wait, wait, I have a booty call calling. Let's see if I can. Oh my god, dude. Hello. Really? On air. Hello. I'm going to kick this kid. Hey, what's up? Mute yourself. Look who it at is. Least. What are you doing? You want to come over? Never, ever. I'll mute him. God damn it! <laughs> you you gotta love him. I mean, you okay. do gotta love him. But I mean, seriously, I just had to mute him. <laughs> but that that that's a fun one. I mean, you know, obviously Joey Houston. You know, that's gonna be a great fight. Um, you know, I, I know he he he's damn playing the, the whole legend thing. Listen, he can't he, he can only damn play for so long. Listen, yeah. when you get to yeah. a certain point, like 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 you become I mean, I guess legends is kind of kind of a weird thing. Like you know, like I get you know, you can't say idol either because I guess it's kind kind of that's even weirder. That. But like that's he's weirder. he's a, a very recognizable part of that 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 era in combat sports. You got to say legend of the sport. That's what I like saying yeah. in that way. Because when he yeah. said, um, who did he say was a legend? A Colby. And I said, well, of, of his sport. I mean, he, he's known by a lot of people, but like, I don't give a shit about him. So like in my personal opinion, he's a legend of his sport. So is Houston. And that's, you know, yeah, where I, was yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really back. looking forward to fight. But both of these Eddie's, guys are. I think Eddie's back. I could be wrong. No, I, I muted him. I. How do you oh, not you know how to unmute me? yourself? How do you not how to unmute yourself? Are you that knucklehead knuckle right now? I had a girl on the phone for the show. I know, I and you're sitting there talking about a booty call. We're sitting on on air. God damn I it. thought it would be cool to put on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anyway. OnlyFans preview. Come on. You're so funny. <laughs> save, save the clips for, 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 for your OnlyFans, Eddie. Yeah, I'll save it for my book. Jesus. I'll save it for my book. That's what's going on with Scott. I mean, I did see he was active a little short time ago. So I actually, so Carrie, I don't know if I told you, I tagged the wrong Scott. And he was like, he was a guy in the photo. Like, I'm so guilty of this. In the photo, I saw Scott Hennessy. 
getting a black belt. I was like, that's got to be him, right? I tag him. And the guy goes, yeah, I love that. I share the same name, but that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> I've done shit like that. Oh, man. I was just like. Ugh. It's already been a great night already. I mean, like, like you know, Joe, Joe was great. That, that was that was Guys, fun. come on. Legendary that I pulled them both in. And I was just no, like, 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 I mean, I, I, mean, I, I knew it was going to get to it at some point. We were going to overlap. A little you bit. knew I was up to some sick shit in my no, head. No, but you want to know what? I've worked with so many, like. Like editors who were, have like always been like, oh, you guys like try to get like the two opponents. Well, no, that's, that's because bad. we don't want that reputation. But Carrie, but Carrie no. we all know why that is. It's because because they're they're freaking they're throat deep on 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 their Johnson sitting there trying to tell them the greatest thing since sliced bread that they can't have an honest or, conversation. Or they're trying to antagonize a uh, argument or something just so that yeah, they can get likes you're, and you're shares. Doing it for some whoa, type of whoa, 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 whoa. You guys are liars. You guys were as scared as I was when that no. happened. I know. No. No. Really one that was scared. We're gonna rewind it to that scene where I pull you guys in. You guys are like, no, I <laughs> went like, why did you do that? Yeah, that was Steve's reaction. Carrie was like that too. I, I saw you guys because <laughs> I was shocked, but I wasn't scared because he looked so like relaxed. Because he here's no the thing, Carrie. I felt uh, I discussed this with you. I didn't think Joey wanted to come on because we were having Houston on. And then I did that. No, I think that they really like were right. so cool about Update it. Update on, 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 on our guest. Unfortunately, he is a SWAT operator and he is on call tonight. And okay. he's literally badass. clearing out a house. Bro, he's uh, outside he's my crib. This, my friend, we will we will reschedule you at a later date. All right. Lo it lo love you, love you, Scotty. Keep protecting us. Keep, keep keeping us safe. Keep and, keeping uh, us safe. I love that. You, we'll get you back on here, mate. No worries about it. I just have to say that this, the whole, like everything with the show was like having Perfect. them do that was very, very special. Yeah. Regardless of like any that, you know, like if you think it was that we were scared. No, I thought that was so awesome. Yeah. I was, I was actually Personal taken back that uh, Houston was called. Well, yeah. I mean, it was I one of the things I was looking forward to because it was like literally like the first time I've been, like I said, when we started the show, it was the first time oh. I've been able to kind of make it where you'd have both. We, we've done it where you'd have one half one week and one half a few weeks yeah. later. And stuff like I've that. had Elias never, not that Not back to back. Sometimes we'd off, it would be offset yeah. with one yeah. be at the beginning, one yeah. would all be at the end. This is the first time we've had it. We're back to back. We're not only just that, that we get it, but we get both of them all. Deviants. I, and I thought that was, was so great. cool. I really Deviance. enjoyed that personally as a fan. Carrie, I want to be where, where you're at. You're just like, that was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be me in like 15 minutes as soon as we get off the show. Yeah. Talking about? But, but, but seriously, I've never done something like that too. I was kind of taken I back was, out was, of my journalist's shoes and I was kind of yeah, just watching. But, like, this is, but this is why, like like you heard what Houston said, dude. Like he's been watching us for Ain't a while. Between, yeah. between the whole lot no, of us. So like he knows he what we're doing. so funny when he was like, not all black people look the same. Uh. Yeah, and I, I typed in uh, Houston or Ice T or Ice T. No, he really oh, does oh, look man. like him with this hat. It's like I was. Dying no, he does. He totally I, does. Oh, that was the yeah. If you if you shave I, 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 Ice T's head, yeah, you could definitely say they they, they would be. He's got a good personality. He's really he's very funny. I could see him having an acting future. I Carrie, you look like somebody. Well, that no, here's the thing. I, like since we're talking right movies, Wait, right? What do I look we're, like? we're, we're, we just got done Halloween, right? Yeah. What is your one movie, no matter when you come across it, how many times you've seen it, when when you go, what you cannot turn it off. You have to stop and finish it. 
Halloween directed movie? by Rob Zombie. The first. Nightmare on Elm Street, House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, going with, with Carrie right there with Rob Zombie. Uh, so well. you guys the just first, came with the Halloween, Halloween stuff. There isn't, you know, I know we just got finished with, 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 with the ha- Halloween season. I I'm not it. Yeah, it's Halloween forever here. Yeah, Halloween never yeah, dies. Halloween. Halloween never dies. Now, what'd you say it looks like? You you look like somebody that just choked out Matt Sarah's wife all confident and shit, smoking a joint. <laughs> I just choked just out like a I choked this one out and I'm gonna interview Houston no, Alexander and Joey Belskin. Girls, so I was very proud of it. And like I was having a problem passing girls guard for a second because um when you train, okay, so when I train with my coach privately and we have another girl come in or a guy come in to train with me just so I have a partner to train with because my coach is huge. It doesn't translate the same way. They're all afraid to hurt me. And I'm like, listen, I'm very strong. You're not going to hurt me. And if you do, you're not going to hurt me. It takes a lot, like a lot. Like my, my like rib popped out at Sarah's a couple weeks ago. Thankfully, like nobody like big was oh. there to see it, but like I literally put my shoulder back into place oh, all right, in front of everybody. I turned around, I was like, hold on one second. And they're oh. like, are you, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, give me 10 minutes. And then I got back in and rolled again. That's a fighter. Oh That's right. a warrior. Yeah, there's that is. Editors that and totally there's is. warriors. You could put me into a cage. My arm could come out. I will put it back in its, in its socket in the corner and get right back in there. I'll oh break my. my hand and figure something else out. Don't even care. Carrie, uh, the real question is, you are throwing in for the end of the year an event that you want to cover. I want to cover as well. Are we going to do this PFL, right? PFL end of the year? I got my credentials, babe. When are you guys coming? Let's do Sorry, it. so I'm going to put them in tonight, Steve. Do it. Uh, Don't be silly. I'm going to put them I in I told you, just come get me. Let's do this, dude. I think it would be really cool. Um... It's gonna be a fun night. Uh, literally, I think press I mean, row. No, like, dude. My, oh my god, it's gonna just be a huge reunion with all of our friends. Like this is all right. Crazy. So every time I'm shout on out, press row, shout out to um. I will say. Uh, well, see, here's the craziest thing about that. You realize that's two days before my birthday, right? It's gonna be a great celebration. And then I'm also going to the Eagles game the 27th. That's amazing. But can I give a shout out to one journalist that will not? Oh, absolutely. Be there? Well, I mean, I still got to give a shout out to. Uh, to go ahead, go ahead. Do, do what you got to do first. So you, one so journalist that will not be there, uh, but he will in spirit. Rest in peace, Eric Holden. <laughs> yep, he was at every fight I was at because he was on the East Coast, so I saw him all the time. Um, so Wait, I just he died. To- yeah, he died. Oh, you didn't know Eric Holden died? No. Yeah, he died a couple months ago. The King Perth is gone? Not even kidding you. After uh, he did a couple of marathons. Big ones. And uh, he just... Had a heart attack. Wow. Died in his sleep. Wow. Yeah, died in his sleep. Wow. It was crazy. I was like... Now he wasn't my best friend or anything. No, I know, right? Like, he was like, well, obviously, like the probably the weirdest. Yes, and a lot of people. I'm not. I can't even say the word. A blogger, there, blogger. That's the word I'll say. I know, and a lot of people had the same opinion. Like people were respectful about it, of course, but like everybody, a lot of people had that they were like, "Dude, do you see some of the questions he would send to us?" Oh my god, of course I did, dude. Crazy, but. 
I mean, yeah. I, I'm not one of the, the, you know, kick dirt on anyone's grave, but like, I didn't know. So I almost that, just fell on my face. Honestly, you, you got 100% my pure reaction of it. That was not the way have you said that. The guy, but we all know I'm who. Not one to kick dirt on someone's grave. What? Well, I know somebody that passed away like a couple, I don't know, a week ago, and I I feel bad. I absolutely do. But him and I had a huge love hate relationship. Like, and it was love hate. And I said to my friend, they're like. Wow, you don't look upset. And I'm like, well, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, it sucks. And I'll, I'm, I have, you know, something that he gave me and I'll think of him when I look at it. But like, we weren't best friends and I'm not going to cry and act. Yeah, right. Pretend I'm not a fake person. I'm sorry. And he wouldn't expect any less of me. So, yeah. He knew what kind of asshole I am. <laughs> but yeah, obviously I gotta I gotta shoot shoot a big shout out to uh Susan Singari for, for hooking us up with, with Joey yeah. Beltran tonight. So thank you. Guys, make sure you if if you're you know a, a bare knuckle boxing, you know, uh, uh freak like, like a lot of <laughs> make sure you guys are checking out Susan's work. Mm. Well, we always got great stuff on hell. Barstool, yeah. Barstool Sports often likes to steal her stuff. And don't Barstool, Dave Portney. He's oh, not. Yeah. It's not Dave. Come on, let's be honest. If it was Dave, I would get. I would get. I'd put Dave's name on it. I got nothing so, to do with Dave. I don't know because he's he's got a lot of things going on. More yeah, so but like he in, he interns out the site, so oh, like when that stuff goes oh, up and somebody does. goes and pulls the video from but someone, it's not Dave. He's like. In my personal opinion, like out of people that have made it to the level that he has and what he's done, he, get, he like, was giving out free Phillies tickets to, to fans. Uh, he, he was like a regular place. guy. He was just a he regular. Get, uh, guy. I think both games four and five, he gave out four tickets each. Doesn't he manage or Barstool manage or something like that? Molly McCann and Patty Pimblin, maybe. <sighs> wow, definitely Molly Big McCann. Because if you look at her last fight. It was, I think it was in London or over overseas. See, Eddie, when, when you and go and put that put that stuff up about about uh, Miranda, you need to tag tag Barstool then. So look yeah. up, look up the post. Look, you if you have the computer right now of hard jumping into Dave. I'll do it right arms. now. Tell me what to type in. Molly McCann jumping into Dave Portney's arms. It was very, very. Uh, it was. A oh, very here it cool. is. Port relation. Yeah. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Let me pull y'all in here. Really quick. Aren't you glad I told you about that? <laughs> I'm going to share my screen. It's a cool little thing to know about. I, I love it. My All sister's right. a big fan of Dave Portney, so. Okay, so this this pops up here. Molly can Patty Pimblett joined Dave Portnoy to reflect. Molly Meatball KO's opponent. Dave Portnoy admits having difficulty. Oh, after she KOs her opponent, she jumps into his arms, so that might be the video. Okay, alright. Let's Go back because it was a really cool moment, like to see that they have that kind of relationship in my personal opinion. Is it really wait, really? He's got it, he's married or has a girlfriend or some shit. So all right, let's let's kind of see this here. Okay. He's a big okay. MMA fan. Courtney loves MMA. All right. Let me He's show like page side, bro. Wait, Whoa, oh, oh. If I, I saw my girl. I wasn't lying. <laughs> Meatball sauce. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> no, but that's like really sorry. cool for a guy like him oh, sorry, and what sorry, he does. Sorry. Uh, it seems that's like, all right, all right. No, but like, one. look at how much, look at what he can do for MMA fighters. That guy's got a lot of money. He's known in different avenues. Um, yeah. He's now known in politics. He does but Steve, of- Steve and me are pissed at him, though, Carrie. Oh, I'm sorry. You- why? Are me and Steve are fucking pissed. Are are, well, no, I explained that. that. That's why. That's why I just got brought up. Right? Well, are you talking United about the shorting of GameStop and shit? Susan Singari. What? Susan Singari. Oh, she, oh, but that's well. Maybe he'll give her credit. That would be nice. We can thank Susan Singari for our interview. Tonight. I know. We yeah, I know. That's what. Like but I just. No. I was trying to tell you. That's what I was just saying. All right. Well, Steve. I I think it's cool that Steve giving- Steve. That he's managing uh, MMA fighters. I just think it's really important for the sport. Uh, it is. It, you know, for a person like him and what he does to be into it. Um, it's And this is just people get mad when I say it. And I don't really, quite frankly, don't give a fuck how mad people get. It's as big as Donald Trump showing up to the UFC and sitting front row. Oh, he is a part any, of affliction. I don't care what anybody says. Donald Trump, like, that is... The president of the United States not being afraid to sit at an MMA fight front front fucking row. That's like, true. Have you that's ever totally seen that? True. You will never see that again until he's president. But that's besides. Matter of fact, uh, our our interview a couple weeks ago, Tommy uh, got to meet President Trump as well before he was even considered president. He, that's my dream interview. Did I ever tell you that? President Trump. Mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> Because I have so many questions. To Did you him. see the video of Kobe uh, getting of the call from I the did. president? Yo, He's like, oh. He was so excited. But my whole thing is this, right? Like, I've seen presidents do things for famous actors. for Not MMA fighters. Yeah. They've never. Now, Donald Trump, I wrote a whole article on it. And apparently it went viral. Where can we find it? Well, well uh, received article about Donald Trump's history in MMA and why him and Dana relationship Dana White have the relationship they do. Oh, uh, wow. They have an extensive relationship outside of mixed martial arts. Dana White spoke at the Republican National Convention twice. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I I could tell after you, everyone told him not to do it, everyone. and he wow. did great. But, but because and you know what was? It was that relationship, he he wouldn't he wouldn't turn his back on on Trump. On affliction, no, he, he loves because those Donald, t-shirts. Donald Trump is the reason, and the and fights that never happened. This. Donald Trump is the reason where, why the UFC is where it is today. He nobody, He's the only one letting them put on events. Nobody would let them put on events. So when fighters don't like Trump, I'm like, fuck off! You're the, he's the reason you have a fucking job. Congratulations. He put boxing on the map, and when there was a, a big quiet in boxing. Uh, he said to his um, whatever the public relations guy that ran the media the event area and said, yeah. "What can we do to bring a life back in here? There's no boxing. There's nothing going on." And he's like, "Well, we used to have the UFC here." And he's like, "I All think right. we had them here a couple times." He goes, "Well, they aren't. They can't get a show anywhere. They can't get in New York. Them. You're talking and about." And he said, "But they have new owners. They're now owned by the WMI. And oh, by, okay, okay. No, this was when it was the Fertitta brothers. This it, was, it, was, it was yeah. It was before they actually formed Zufa. This yeah. is sick. Keep so, going. So Donald Trump, right, sat down with them and said, "If you can regulate this so that it can be on TV and pay per view, I will let you have the fight here. And if you could sell it out, we'll have wow. a couple more." So. Not only did they sell it out, that's when they got adopted the ABC rules, which are big John McCarthy's boxing rules. 
So they sold out the first three shows and Donald Trump sat front row with Melania for all first three shows. And then he bought them to Las Vegas and inked the deal to get them their next three shows and sat front row for that. Then he sat front row for two or three more fights in the like recent history. That man is a fucking legend in mixed martial arts. And that's why he's in the New Jersey. Mixed <coughs> arts I don't know. Game. I don't know I if it's the LSD kicking in right now. or <laughs> that was just an Amazing story that you just told. That was well, sick. Let's get ready to put a bow in it because uh, we're, we're we're getting to to that 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 two o'clock hour. Eddie's going on his fear and law loathing yeah. trip. I got a bunch of stuff I got to do tonight, tomorrow, <laughs> and everything in between. We're gonna have a fun stuff lined up for you the next few weeks. Me, me and Carrie already been talking about a potential in studio guest for her. Yeah, yes, actually, a potential affair. An affair? PFL, I can announce it. Do you want announce to it? Because like now she's, she's, she's coming to PFL, so we can maybe make like a, a podcast. Uh, Carrie, I like what you you brought up uh, earlier with with the boxer. Oh, what was her name? We saw her live. Heather Hardy. PFL. Heather Hardy. Oh, yeah. oh, Clarissa Shields. Gen genius, bringing that up before. By the way, thank you. I, I, you know what? It's true. Unfortunately, uh, she's very talented. It is. Very boxer, nice girl came right up to us. Did it farewell in MMA? It is what it happens. But yeah, uh, Alicia Zapatella will be at PFL with me for the championships. So we could definitely get her on for a podcast. She's super. <laughs> will she let her? Will she let us cut her hair while I'm on LSD? Oh my god! Alicia, no. No, I, no. That's, Alicia's like my homegirl. I cut her hair. I'm like, let, her, let my boy cut your hair. He's just I'm like her tabs. fight big. I'm like her fight big sister. <laughs> All right. So you, you guys got a lot to get ready for for the end of the year. Not only do we have the end of the year show coming up, not only do we have Christmas presents to give away, but we also have yeah, Steve's gonna be breaking y'all up with some stuff. I got a whole bunch of freaking eight by tens and stuff like that laying around go. here. I still have some fight posters to hook up with. I got, you know, um, I got some signed jerseys for some football stuff I'm going to be doing. I got I got a bunch of signed stuff. And cool. this, this, I'm giving away a signed copy of this. Chris Terrian's new book. Very cool. Oh, okay. And this, awesome. Eddie, Eddie, this is up your alley, bro. You need to, you need to check this out. The Road to Redemption. Very How about cool. I do a review on it for Belly Up Sports? How about I read it and do a review on it? Go, go ahead. Uh, I, got, I got two copies of it. And I also got the information you need. To see if we're if you still want to hook the fans up with a Chuck Liddell autograph too, we need to do that because I'm getting paid this week by the job. I already told you it's, it's December third. Chuck Liddell. All right, guys. Um, also oh, in what? Portugal oh, and Ukraine, uh, Apple Podcast number seventeen. Carrie and Steve in Portugal, number. number twenty-one in Ukraine for Apple iTunes. For That's combat amazing. deviants, our That's audio amazing. listeners are killing it. I appreciate everyone. Uh, uh, audio really is killing out. it. Uh, audio is really killing it, guys. Like, hopefully, uh, we, we can start getting uh, uh, more people in the chat doing some more things. Like I said, you know, I got some, I got some signed jerseys for some for some other sporting events and things like that. I got, I got some eight by tens. I got some fight posters. I got some some fight stuff for you. Like, I, I got some dick pics. If anyone's interested, what happened? <laughs> This freaking guy. It's my. It's for my OnlyFans. I got some dick pics. If anyone's so, interested. Oh my god. <laughs> when, when the guys start blowing your inbox up, don't 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 cry, dude. Oh god. Don't cry. Remember. Well, 
Remember what, what remember what Jessica said. Don't 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 get mad when them when them boys up in your box sitting there asking you to rub one off. I said, what did I say? I was like, oh no, that's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Until all I right. open it up. The wheels have officially uh, come right. off uh, all at the end of this episode. First and foremost, again, you know, big, big thanks out to uh, Joey Beltran. Big, big shout out to uh, Susan St. Gary for, for linking us up with Joey. Appreciate uh, him keeping his appointment t- t- tonight, yeah, obviously. Yeah, thank you. Know, you. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, you know, Houston w- w- was great. Uh, Scott, 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 oh, oh, Scott, O will be back with us at some point in time in the next few weeks again. You know, obviously, you know, uh, you're on call for your job, things like that happened. You can't can control that. So, uh, BKFC appreciate that. Again, sure everyone it is locked in for BKFC 33, uh, November 18th. They're in Omaha, Nebraska, Fight TV, <laughs> you know, uh, BKFC app, whatever your your poison is. Make sure you guys are are locked in for that. Joey, Joey and uh, and Houston are going to put on a show. They're going to punch each other in the face. Everyone's going. They're going to punch me in the face. Come on. You know what, dude? How about this? I'm going to I'm going to ask Houston if he could punch you in the face for all the extra. Coins. That would be kind of crazy. I'm kind of scared now, but. Yeah, how about I sober up first before I get <laughs> All right, everyone. This was episode nine of uh, of Combat Deviants. This, this was this was the knuckled up ep- episode. We, we we had some fun with uh with Joey with Houston Eddie's shenanigans. You know you know appreciate Car- Carrie obviously for for always hopping in as one of our thank great, you Carrie great uh, uh on air personalities that we have here at Combat Deviants. Uh, Eddie, anything you want to let, add on it before we put a bow on this porn? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs>